Hello and welcome along to the very first instalment of Duff Hook Golf, uh, a podcast brought to you by three mates uh, from the leafy suburbs of Western Dublin. Um, three mates been grown up together for uh, the last, I suppose, 20, 25 years, known each other, played a lot of sports together, played soccer, golf, um, GAA, I think at one point, but golf has won out. Um, introducing myself, I'm uh, Neil. Uh, also have alongside me Anthony and John. Hello, guys. Welcome. Hello. How are you? Welcome to um, welcome to the, the podcast. Excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Looking forward uh, we, to it. We picked a, a pretty good week. We were thinking about this for the last uh, last couple of weeks about when we might kick off our first installment. We didn't pick a bad week with the Masters. And Tigers, um, Tigers comeback. Tigers comeback. Exactly. We might get to that later. Um, I was kind of thinking about how we might, uh, you know, introduce ourselves, what's our handicaps, what got us into golf. Um, one question that stuck out to me, though, was uh, what our biggest achievement in golf is. And I think that led me to a, a story that I can only describe as called the one called The Road to Seven by John, who's with us here. Um, let's let me set the scene a little bit. Maybe is it three years ago, John? It is 2016. 2016, three years ago, John was working in... London decided to Germany. Germany, that's right. Sorry, um, and decided to give up the give up the lifestyle that he had become accustomed to and come back to Ireland and focus on golf. Would you say? I would say set a challenge for yourself. See how good you can get. Right. But but what what brought you to set that challenge, or you know, how did this whole road to seven start? Um, I think. It was probably when I first joined that about four years ago, a lot of the guys I'd played golf had gotten a little bit better, let's say, than I was. And I didn't think they were that great at golf. <laughs> <laughs> and I shipped a lot of criticism. And I think uh, when I first joined, I got like a handicap of 15. I remember it well. I got a handicap of 15. And the two guys I was playing with were walking down the fairway going, should we write to the committee and say, <laughs> he'll never play the 15. He's just not good enough. And I thought, that's just a bad sign. And who were them two people? <laughs> they remain nameless for now. Not you two. Okay, but, um, I was just worried there. Not you two. But I thought, that's a bad state of affairs. And I suppose it's a bit like other people where if you could put in the time, you'd say, you know, I wonder how good I can actually get at it. If you could give it a summer, pretty much flat out, see where you get to. Were you a regular golfer before that? Or were you? No. Well, living away, the best you could do is like once a week. Yeah. So that's like that's not good to anyone. You're never getting any better. And that was once a week for three months of the year. Yeah. And then you're done. So, you know, you're not getting lessons. You're not going to the range. You're not working on it. And you're just going out yeah. on a Saturday, hammering away. And you're not making any improvement at all. So how did this come from like an idea to a challenge to... Uh, I'd say heavy criticism must have been shipped somewhere after a few drinks. And somebody must have just said, listen, you know, you're not bloody good. And I said, right, well, we'll put some money on it. Um, to make it interesting and then the target I think to get from like 15 to 7 in a summer seems very appealing to people on the other side of the bet <laughs> <laughs> so many people so a one on one bet turned into I think a, a 6 or a 7 to 1 bet so a lot of people piled in on the far side but the odds were opening odds were 7 to 1 was it? 7 to 1 I think yeah um, but a lot of people got involved saying I couldn't do it. A lot of people got involved saying I couldn't do it. I, I have to say, I think, I don't even think I was a member yet. I think I played with Luke in, one day with you lads and I think you were 14 at the time or something. Yeah. I remember 
you hitting a, a slice off the first. And I knew about the bet and I was like, Jesus, I could be tempted here. This and there's no way. And I didn't. I didn't bite, but um, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about who did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I, I, think, I think the thing about it is as well that there's the people who play golf with you regularly, but also lower handicapped people who know more about golf and understand the game and how it takes. They were the first people to really pile in. I think that the general idea would be if you're like 16 years of age and take a summer off, you can lose six or seven shots. That can mm. happen. But if you're in your 30s, you're kind of done, right? Your, your ability to all of a sudden become a good golfer is nearly zero. It just doesn't happen. So, but it's that it's that it's that dream everyone says that if I if, yeah, I, if I gave I, up everything like I, I don't know which what, you did yeah I don't know what the stats are but I think the average handicap was like twelve or thirteen now there's so many people get to between ten and fifteen so many people and then the big tire for a lot of people is getting to single figures but there's a reason it's hard you yeah. know there is just a reason that you do hit a wall and um, playing twice a week you do you just hit a wall and it's it becomes difficult very very difficult and I think that's where the better golfers were saying, listen, you know, you, you can't change at this stage. You can't, you know, you can't go from being a terrible putter to a good putter. Like, that just doesn't happen. Look at McElroy. Yeah. It doesn't even happen to him, right? But honestly, lots of golfers, they, you can't change, yeah. you know. Tigers never been good off the tee. McElroy can't put, like, they practice that every day and they can't really get any better at it. So the odds of somebody just doing it for a summer and getting better at it are pretty low, was See, their thinking. You were 15 handicap. How many people... You had odds of seven to one. How many people then did start seven to? Seven people. Seven people. Yeah. Are you going to name them now? Or are you going to name them I'll later? I'll, I'll maybe leave them for later. I, I, I still remember the day I heard about the bet. I think it was down in, down in the boozer after a few points. And, uh, <laughs> I think it was your brother or someone was was chatting. To, I don't know, chatting to someone else. And when I heard this, and I was like, oh, yeah, text you straight away. He was saying, I think it was Stevens' day. And I said, I'll have a piece of that. Like, um, What was the old, like, there was a... A minimum bet was there? Uh, no, I think everyone bet fifty quid. 50, yeah, 50. yeah, everyone bet fifty quid. I think. Did someone double down though? Yeah, someone made a major double down. Well, I think what happened was I kind of came back in, um, came back at the end of May and got started maybe in June. So the first bet was in you said Stevens' day, so it was Christmas. I, I think I heard. No, about... I was taking bets for a long time. Okay. Yeah, the problem is I had to get off to stop working. That was the biggest issue. So. I so you, you gave up work. Yeah. You moved back. Yeah. And then joined the golf club. Yeah. And I kind of got into it then in about be the start of the middle of June. And that was six days a week. That was something almost every single day of the week, whether that's chipping, putting, driving, whatever you want to do, playing a load of balls. Um, six days a week, it was full time. I think one of the big issues was you'd gone out of full time for a couple of weeks, couple of weeks, and I was getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting worse. There was just no doubt about it. Uh, I was at 14 and it was just, I wasn't getting to 14. I wasn't shooting 14. Um, and that was three, four weeks in and you're almost into July like, and it's kind of... What was the cutoff? What date like was the cutoff? End of September. Uh, end of well, it's the end of accounting competitions, wasn't it? Yeah, it's roughly yeah. the end yeah. of yeah. September. Yeah. So, and um, what were the areas that you kind of decided that you are going to improve on? Or was there, was there a plan? Or were you just kind of... Yeah, well, I did, a lot, I did a lot of work with... Um, I had a coach then, an unofficial coach at the time, Mr. Farron. Um, we did a lot of work around not just chipping, but a lot of what a lot of amateur golfers I think would struggle with is when you get. You did a lot of work on chipping, did you? 
<laughs> just, I just wanted to get that yeah, out no, there right now. Yeah, but he basically he basically knew. Listen, you're not good at chipping, so I'll give you a shot, which reduces your your bad shots. I'm not teaching you how to chip the ball properly because you don't have time to learn and you're not good enough. <laughs> but I'll basically give you a bunt and run that you can constantly use. Um, but the other, I think, big area is like an awful lot of higher handicappers between let's say 100 yards and 40 yards. They don't know how to hit a 75 mm. yard shot. They don't practice hitting 75 yard shots. I think that's one of the things in the first couple of weeks anyway. Like, where do I, how do I hit 75 yard shot? Like, people know how to hit their full clubs, but how do I hit a 75 yard pitch? Because you're driving the ball, I can drive the ball pretty well, or pretty far at least anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you're left with a lot of those shots. And that was something to go down and drop a lot. That was something I probably spent the most amount of time, which is just find a spot on the course, drop down about 20 balls, <laughs> and just hit the 70-yard shot, right? Just get a feel for that, get a feel for that. Um, and that one, and just making your chipping a little bit more basic, if not good, that's the stuff that takes a lot of your shots off. That's where... Well, 70% of the game is 100 yards in, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. So that's where you want to spend 70% of your, your time practicing. Um. Was there a turning point where you thought, hang on, this is starting to... Yeah, well, the first turning point was north, <laughs> <laughs> where it started to go up. Um, it's it's difficult because it's also... I, I started to get better on the range. I started to get really good at practice. And I started to become... The day before a competition, I was like Tiger. I was unbelievable. <laughs> Wedges in, left to right, right to left. I could do everything. And where the, the biggest problem actually came is when you get the pencil in the hand in the morning, like the pressure... That I'd be feeling going out in a Mickey Mouse tournament on Tuesday. How much? So it was fifty quid at seven to one by seven. So you're talking about you're the you're the accountant. Yeah, well, somebody first. doubled down and they made it a couple of grand. So so it's over two grand. Yeah. You're okay. Um, but I think that the difficulty came. You do get better at bits and pieces, right? And a lot of golf is just you need to, hours. You just need to put in the hours of it. But. Like it, it, it just it was very frustrating that you'd be practicing. There's no correlation really between you're not guaranteed to do two weeks of work and drop two shots. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. So the first six or seven weeks, I was felt I was playing a lot better, but then pressure of a counting <laughs> tournament would come, and you'd have one bad hole, and you just the pressure you just you weren't able to 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 get a score. Right, you were playing well, but you just couldn't score. You had the whole time off though, right? So Full you, time. Absolutely. You were, you were in the range or you're on the course? Something. Six days a week, right? In the gym, even stretching, doing your Pilates, <laughs> whatever you want. It's all needed though. Right? Yeah, that's fair. If you're doing you're if you're over, that much golf. You're over 30 and you're six days a week, it's going to hurt your back. Yeah. So it was full time. Everything, every day, something was basically being done. And it, there's no, it didn't come at any particular point in time. Nothing seemed to be working for quite a while. Like I was only 12 in the first week of August. So for the most part of the summer, I'd only lost two shots. So that, that's what people, I think, thought would happen. And at what point then, who doubled down and when? Are you gonna... Yeah, at the end of, well, I won't get name names, but at the end of June. <laughs> at some I, point, I want to hear names. Yeah, but at the end of June, I don't think his wife will want you to hear it. <laughs> uh, I don't think she knows about the first bell, let alone the second one. <laughs> so, yeah, after the end of after I started to go backwards, uh, that's when the extra money came in. Um, from a man who was living abroad hadn't even seen me play but he'd heard a lot of reports <laughs> and the reports after a few whiskeys encouraged him to get big talk um, which looked like a safe bet at that time very but, safe yeah you're, well, you're like looking a safe at bet. even going into August then you're 12 at the start of August you, you gotta go 5 shots in 7 weeks you were looking at something like that yeah 
Um, and when did you when when did you get to seven? The end, like the thirtieth of August or something. So five shots. It's five in, shots in a month. Yeah. Well, what happened was it just. I think where it really came together is. Like I wasn't scoring very well, and I kind of just got to the stage, and it, it comes back to golf being a mental game. I was just standing on for six foot putts or seven foot putts after a bad chip going. I need to make this. But you were always a decent putter. Like you were always not, make not really. No. And I was just standing over those putts going, this has to go in. <laughs> like, I'm not going back to the range again tomorrow. This has to go in. <laughs> I'm not staying at 12. This has to go in. And so that's just how I started making putts. I have no idea of the technique of putting. Just standing over going, I don't really care what the break is. This is going in. And a lot of them went in at hammer speed. <laughs> Um, as you both have seen but that's where I got to a point probably in August where I just made like 95% of the putts from 6 feet and in honestly 95% so I, I have a question written down here and I wanted to ask you so the biggest area of improvement I, I have my own ideas from playing with you last yeah. summer uh, but I want to hear your view so obviously you probably yeah, said putting it's, the, it's, the short, it's not only putting because I wasn't great from 25 feet but it's the short putting yeah. if, you, if you take 3 or 4 rounds of golf and you gave yourself every putt from six feet and in, look at your handicap. Mm. You'd have an amazing handicap. Yeah. That's the reality of it. If you just pick up your ball from six feet and in and say, that's in, everyone will be off single figures. Right? It's just, if you, that's where it came together. Six feet and in, nothing got missed. I, I remember playing with him during that period and I was thinking to myself, like, he, he there's no chance. And then I think it was the captains we played together. Yeah. And like, it was, I don't know if you, I don't think you hit your driver that well, but your your irons, it was just, you were just hitting every green, just hitting every green. There was, there was no need to chip, which is probably a good thing. Um, you get lessons, other than, other than Dano. Yeah, I got a few at the start. Uh, I got a few at the start. What handicap? Dano's two or three, is he? I believe it was. He's six, six or so now. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the issues with, with lessons is it's kind, of a, it's kind of a big change and a long change and all that type of stuff. I think he... What he helped me with is knowing what you can do. Like the, the pro, a lot of pros will just give you one. You go up to the swing and they have kind of one thought process themselves. Like this is how you swing the club. And they'll say, oh, listen, you need to do this. So you need to change your grip. And that's it. Right? And that's hard to get used to. And he kind of just said, well, listen, we're not going to do, we don't have time for big changes. So we're just going to make some little changes. <laughs> yeah. Just do this, just do this, just do this. The whole idea of changing your grip and changing your swing, forget about it. Here are the basics. If you change your script, if you don't duff chips, and if you don't miss the green between 50 and 100 yards, you'll get to single figures. Mm. Right? I think there's a lot of that. Like, I think a lot of the pro, or it's Hank Haney, Woods' former coaches, <coughs> it's like the three things you need to avoid is basically um, penalty shots, two chips, and three butts. Right? If, you, yeah. if you constantly avoid them in a round, then you're good. Right? Then you're going to put a number up. Uh, and then you add to the fact that you just throw it inside six feet and they all go in. That's how you make your number. But like, five, so that's five shots then in four weeks from the first start of August to the yeah, end Yeah, but August. I won, what happened was, I won three out of four tournaments. That was that. That just kind of came out of nowhere. All in Lucan or? Yeah, I imagine so. Because uh, were you not playing, I know Niall was off at the time from yeah. school. Were you not playing Yeah, we played a few opens, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I got caught. I, I didn't. I didn't make any major progress on them. I wasn't caught, but it was kind of. It all came in huge bursts because you had. I don't know what I had, but I had. When I won, obviously the big one in Luke and the big major in August, 
What, what, what was that? It's, it's <laughs> not a major. Um, what? The Lady Captain's Prize? Yeah. <laughs> but I had like 45 or 46 points, which is a massive cut. Off the blues? Yeah. The backs. So you're getting, you're losing like two shots there. Yeah. And then the following Tuesday, like 42 points in the singles off a lower handicap. So you're basically just shooting 45 points, 45 points. What, what's that gross? Like 73, 74? 74. Power 71. Yeah, three over par. That was in the Lady Captain. Yeah, three over par. No, no, you weren't. There. I remember getting the phone call the Tuesday when he goes, he rang me to say, uh, just log into the account there. Can we clarify actually, just because you just basically admitted it? You are, you are. Oh like, yeah, I, I, I was so in. Yeah, I was, I was playing a lot of golf with him, so I was thinking to myself, there is. I was like, going, it'd be so good to rub it in his face, yeah. taking money off job. Well, the, the key, the key isn't you know you talk about what what aspect of your game. The key, and we'll come on to it later, I'd say, is the key is just your mind. Yeah. How much do you want it? Right? Are you prepared to go out and grind it out every day? Because that was the thing. You're going out every day. You're not getting any better. You're not seeing any results. You're getting onto the first thing, you're taking an eight. <laughs> and you're ready to go. Like You're just ready to go. And the question is, are you going to stick it? Right? That was all that it was for me. It's just, are you going to stick it? Are you going to grind this out? It doesn't really matter which aspect of it is. You're just gonna shoot the number. He had. His, remember the day we were playing with him during that summer as well. He had his first. He, you had your first hole in one. I did. Was that no. not the summer after? No. No, that was the summer. Was that? Was that? that was I wasn't a member. I don't know. Oh, sorry, no. sorry, sorry. It could have been. No, no. I could, I could be wrong. Could I don't be. know. I don't, I don't know. But like you, you were getting to see it firsthand. You were probably shaking a little bit. Where, where no, I wasn't because I uh, sorry to cut across you, but it was like you talked to all the other guys you played, but. And who had the bet, like who played with him, like uh, kills. Like he was like, oh, I, I've never seen, I've never played with him when he's played well. And I was like, I, I did once, and it was very good, except for the eighteenth. Yeah. Two weeks in a row, like he had great scores going, and then in the eighteenth, now you, you, I think he got cut for both ends, didn't you? Yeah. But like he could have, he he could have shot the lights. Well, the time, the time when I was playing with you, actually. I needed par par for what would have been a net 58. Yeah. <laughs> Probably would have been the lowest score in the history of the club. And God bless a 7 8 finish. Like, um, it was like, five, it was to the stage where people were saying to me, it's like, I, did, did he actually play that round? I was like, yeah, like, and it was very good. You mentioned log into the account there. But how, like, how were people keeping up to date with the people who had the bet? How did they know what you were doing? Yeah, we had it well. <laughs> We had a WhatsApp group where, where I was supposed to be posting messages, but in general, people would just take picture of me when I was in a water hazard or out of bounds or in a corner. And that's how most people get. I saw a lot of pictures of me bending over to pick a ball if the ball retriever goes in. That was a very popular one that other people would take and post. Um, there wasn't many with like the beautiful divot and the follow-through. People, people didn't catch any of them ones. So, um, yeah, just kind of through the WhatsApp group. and. Well, it's true. It's all documented on Goldsnet as well, though. Yeah. So, you, so you were going, you were able to go in and... So he rang me and he was like, oh, um, I'll never forget it as well at the time. Because I was like, oh, this yeah. is the day he, he hit seven. Yeah, this is, I don't know, it was that evening or the next morning or something. He just rings me and goes, yeah, just, you play a computer there. And I said, yeah, Graham. He goes, yeah, just log into the Luke there. And I went in there and uh, he was like, yeah, just go down there and search uh, John Faye there. I looked at it, it was like seven points. Four, right? 7.4. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, I was like bollocks, and the missus was there going on to me. I, I'll never forget it because we, we were having to pay for a family holiday as well. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to have to give I have to go over to Johnny. She's like, what are you going to Johnny for? And I was like, oh, um, yeah, no, I lost, I lost a bet. 
I said, yeah, it was, it was 350. I lost the bet and I had to, and she went fucking bananas. She didn't know. She didn't know. And she and I was like, Why oh. Was she so annoyed? Because she, she didn't know, right? She, and she was like, oh, she doesn't really understand golf. But it was the fact that we were just paying for the family holiday at that time or something. So, I think it was the family holiday or something. And then, um, yeah, I had to take her. Yeah, hang on a second. Yeah, I just need to go uh, get some money out of the joint account there. Uh, 350 euros. You don't have your own account, though. No, sure, I'm married. Everything is. Of course. Oh, <laughs> uh, my money is her money and her money is her money so how quickly did you get paid yeah pretty quickly um what uh you know the, it was the luck that i enjoyed more than actually to get the money which was didn't think this was going to happen <laughs> the face just nodding away going no way um now there weren't many believers in that class in that choir i'd have to say but um did you uh spend anything with your winnings Nothing particularly I can think of really. Lives yeah. a simple life, John. Lives a simple life, wouldn't it? Is that the lowest you got at 7.4? Did you ever? I spent a day at 7.4. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about really? The strange thing about it is, like, I think is I could Yeah, I, I could have gotten better. Like, I definitely could have gotten better because I, I think I, once you're at it. But the problem was, half an hour after it's done, it's done. Yeah. It's over. Like, the, like, I didn't do... I didn't. You're not going to go out and grind then the next I, day? Yeah, I'm not going to... Like, I was planning on literally going out the following morning, and you're just like, well, we're done here. Yeah. And so, the kind of... The air comes out of the balloon pretty quickly. Um, do you think it'd be possible without taking... Without, without having... Not having to work? No. No? No, I wouldn't have thought so. So, for everyone, if any... You'll need people listening. Yeah, but a lot of people... You know, I think there's a lot of people who could do a summer. Yeah. Right. Well, teachers are particularly good at doing the summers. So, teachers could do it, right? The June, July, August spell. Um, well, yeah. I took a sabbatical. I got from 14 to 10, I think. Nearly to 9. I've never been to 9. It's Yeah, I found it. It's, You've um, never been to single figures, have you? No. That's the goal. It is a wall, though. Yeah. It is oh, it's like, huge. It yeah. is a real wall. Um, it, it is very, very different thing to single. And a lot of people have. And what's your on. handicap now, by the way? Uh, 10. Tend. Uh, it's been a it's been a sli- slippy slidey slowed <laughs> all the way back up but like as you said like you did it you got there once and that's all it was needed yeah this, um, obviously liana didn't know that you were um in debt or potentially in debt to the other lads and their respective partners well the man there. who lost big his wife still doesn't know i don't think um, say so you want to keep it that way uh yeah uh yeah i think everybody everybody else is Wives would have known, I think, at that stage. And you well, got, it wasn't that I was keeping it for her. It was no, just, I know. I'm not it was just that, yeah. it was just the time when I was like, "Oh fuck this," and she's obviously she's a very understanding woman, and she she doesn't react overreact to things at all. Uh, yeah, so that's um. But I think overall it was just like the game wasn't there. The game just wasn't good. The game's still not great. Did it's did, just it's did, just a mental thing. I know you're talking about your your culture. The demo helped you. Did he believe? Was, uh, no, no. Well, sure he was he was on the other side of the bed. <laughs> oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. Why did he help you? Well, like I think he wanted to see it happen. Like, mm. uh, like he I, wanted, yeah, I wasn't aware he was in the bed. Yeah, no, he, but, he was the other side of the bed. Because um, I, I, I named had, a few people there. He didn't believe. No, he so you've named. He is said to He was you, demo. Yeah. Kills, I think you mentioned earlier on. Are you gonna? You don't want to name the person to double down, obviously. Well, Brian Cowell was on me today. <laughs> <laughs> Who else then? Go on, the other three. Uh, I'm not sure. Amy Fitzgerald, I think, was involved. Um, there's a couple of English numbers. There's a couple of guys in England. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's two other guys in England. So, um, yeah, 
Now, there wasn't too many believers in it, but it's um, it's just a battle of the mind. It's why, uh, as we'll come on to, it's why Rory will never win the Masters. Oh, we're going on to that soon. It's just, uh, uh, it's just a mental thing. Anthony, do you have any achievements similar to that? What's your biggest achievement? Uh, I won the, the match play before, the match play championship in Newlands. Oh, yeah? Does it, match play is a game of the mind. Yeah. Um... Won a foursomes championship with my mum a couple of, uh, two years. Because your mum's a good golfer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she is someone we would like. We actually to won the final. Person. Actually, we won the final. I, I know, like, I suppose playing with women sometimes can be uh, can be a little hard going at times. But um, why's that? What? Why's that? <laughs> I don't know. Just sometimes my mum, she kind of gets. Uh, she tries to be too nice, whereas okay. you kind of just say, "Mama, we just have to finish this up." But we won the final on the eleventh hole. And um, yeah, the, the couple we were playing against were a married couple. Jesus, they were fucking fighting with each other. Really? Oh, it was horrible. Like we'll see yesterday. Uh, well, it, it was we only you fighting. We didn't yesterday. really fight, but we knew. You, oh, you were just mean. I walked by you at one point because I said if I was going to go near you, I would have hit you with the club. Pretty much, yeah. I've never we seen, all have bad days, man. I've never been as far right on that course as I was yesterday. But anyway. Um, I suppose my, I suppose the biggest achievement I've had, I suppose, I think I've been off single figures now since since I was about sixteen or seventeen. That's a good going. I mean, you never went back up to ten. Nope. He is he is quite a good golfer. It'll have to be said. He strikes. He golf's a good ball. Yeah. Uh, I think that he definitely. I suppose my as people say, what's my handicap is my putting. Yeah, from three feet in, it's a uh, good stroke from outside three foot. Yeah, if you could just keep the same stroke, but it's uh, <laughs> golf is a game of the mind. This year, though, I kind of know, lads, it's going to be a different me. What's your goal for this year? Uh, I'd like to get down to. Well, I haven't really had a goal for um, handicap. I just want to win something big. Difficult with a low handicap, though. Yeah. Especially in Luke and some of the scores that go in. Yeah, well. Like I have won, I won the Golf Digest event as well, which was a pretty big event. Did you yeah. go to Portugal again or something? No, no, I couldn't. That was a disaster. But anyway, I won it. That's the main thing. What's your goal for this year? Um, that's a good it, It'll depend on how much golf I get to play. I don't think I'll get to play that much. So probably just stay where I am. Not, not too, too. I need to get to nine. Just, uh, I need to, need to jump that hurdle. That could be the, the road to single figures. Yeah, well, you're close now. Like you're, you're, you're only a good round away from it. 10.1, yeah. Yeah, so, so one good round will do it for you. Um, you struck the ball well yesterday. It's certainly been there for a while. Yeah. It's certainly been ah, there for a while. Has, yeah. A little bit mental as well, though, as you mentioned earlier on. Oh, it is. The, like, you've you seen it yesterday. Like, I, I had a couple of collapses <laughs> as well before I got there. Like, if, you're, if you set yourself tired of getting to nine, and you're coming up that little walk up to the 16th, and you know three pairs get you to nine... Yeah. they become the three hardest pairs you'll ever make you know it's just it's heaping the pressure on yourself it's just look at Francesco Molinari like uh, well, he, he was on the winning score on the 12th tee you mentioned the, the Masters um, obviously we'll get around to Tiger um, did you have any bets on last week start of the week no I didn't put any bets I, I thought I you were going for Oosthuizen I was going to go I, I, I was only telling Johnny in the car on the way over I said uh, I advised one of our mutual friends I said like to back Tiger um, and he was he was going he had a text exchange and he was saying oh do you really think he can do it and I was like if he gets in the, if he gets there on the final day he will win it like, well, why didn't you go with... I just I, I just didn't I just I don't really bet on golf that much anymore I just didn't get to the bookies I suppose 
Did you win? I didn't. Um, last year, obviously, we were a little bit sick. The whole lot of us had a Tiger at 80 to 1 for the Masters <laughs> last did, year. Yeah. And what's more, I don't know if I told you this before, but I had 20 quid on him that year, last year, for the slam at 2,500 to 1. I can only imagine how I'd be feeling today now if that was uh, if he'd picked off the Masters. He's never going to do a slam, though. Well, well, he's only 50 to 1 now this year yeah, to do it. But the course, but that's the course is still yeah. I, I, I had a I tend to put in put on a few small bets. So I, I did all right. I had, I, I had Tiger to win. Um, 14 to 1, wasn't it? 14 to 1. I yeah. did that a couple of months ago, though, so I don't think he was 14 going in. Um, I had I took your tip from a couple yeah, of weeks ago, Cantley. Um, he was playing well going in. Good approach play. Bubba does plays well around Always there. Always well around there, yeah. Um, Rory, because... I don't know, I've got... You're a believer. I'm a believer, yeah. I thought Rory do well. And I, I, mean, I should be a doubter. I I always... I, I think Rory's really, really good golfer. And I think he'll... I'd love to see him do it. But, like... I don't think he's going to... But this thing about a really, really good golfer, no one's disputing that. He's got probably more talent than Tiger. In between the years is where it's played, though. <laughs> and that's that's where he's going to come up short. But, like, his, his record in the Masters is very good over the last few years. Like he's not. He's never won it. That's all that counts for someone of that talent. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Like in fairness, he's gone. Is it now six times he's gone, looking for the Grand Slam. He's gone in with that pressure and he hasn't performed. But he was in the final group last year and he yeah he he, he had melted. Uh, he melted. He missed that put on two. I don't remember the point he put it into that much. Yeah, and then he, he just does what he we does. We can all miss them short ones. Like, yeah. yeah. No. No. Not major winners. No. But he. But he's won. Like he's. He's won the most majors. Four and a half years since he won a major. Yeah, no, he's still the most successful out of the modern. It's eleven years since Tiger won a major, though. That's true, but there was there was I suppose reasons around that. Extracurricular reasons. Yeah. Um, um, no, I I I, 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 I like if I was putting money on uh, Rory to win the Masters, I don't, I'm not sure, but I would love to see him though. I think he's, I think he's a very good golfer, and he's I think I just think he's a good kind of like good. I think celebrity or I don't know he's good egg, good I, egg think, yeah. I think one of the things that one of the biggest mistakes people make is they say listen he's the next time he gets a goal he'll be 30 mm. and once one out of 43 Nicholas one out of 46 so he's got like 15 more goals out of surely he, he'll, he'll get one of them but each one is independent yeah <laughs> you know I think people make this thing of he's 15 15 goals out of he'll surely win one of them but each master is independent and what, what's more the longer it goes, oh, yeah. the harder it gets. Do you know what I noticed as well? Like, do you know, Tiger, I don't know, McElroy obviously has like his team around him, but he seems to be very kind of on edge with the, the media. And when they start bringing that up, he gets a bit touchy and edgy about it. I think he used to. I don't know if he does anymore. Like, I think he, well, I don't know. I, I, I was kind of seeing that he, like he, this is probably why I like him as well. Like, he kind of speaks his mind a lot about the... Uh, yeah, he's good at that. Yeah, but... When you see the likes of Woods and all, like Woods is just like he just now he's kind of just real straight down the line. He wouldn't kind of get involved. Really. He always has been though. He's I think Rory's getting too media. involved in this talk, so he probably needs to take himself away from it and just be like, yeah, just kind of fucking dull answers. Just kind of just get the questions out of the way and just forget about it. Like I think, and as you said, it's independent each year. But like this year was so he was so good coming in. Like he would won the players top five and all. In, in all his events, I think coming. I think he was top seven, and everything. The worst was top seven. Yeah, but golf, you know, golf doesn't work like that. It just I know, but it, like there's that. a form. There is a form book. He needs a massive scandal to hit Masters Week next year, 
and all the focus to be on. Well, all the focus next year now will well, be on Tiger. Tiger. Yeah. So that's that, that, that might help him a little bit. To, to yeah. Oh, yeah. He needs not to be. Or some someone like, remember that, that scandal? Remember your man Robert Allenby? Like, remember you in Hawaii when he went off and got drunk and was in a strip club? And all but he, 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 he needs he, one of the. He needs, you. <laughs> <laughs> he needs someone like the, one of the top players. Big scandal like that, Masters Week, and everyone would yeah, talk about that. And he just kind of. I think one of the big guys was involved in a few scandals. Yeah. <laughs> he's come back and been redeemed. It didn't get him over the line. It didn't get him over the line. I, but like, throughout the, like, did you watch a lot of the golf over the weekend? Absolutely. Every shot of it. Did you? Yeah, I watched that a lot of the weekend. The first two days, first two days, I didn't see a lot of it. You were a big Tiger, but like, you thought Tiger was going to win, did you? Yeah, well, I like twenty quid on for Slam last year, so I'm quite a fan. Yeah, quite a believer. Um, I've always had the the belief that, like, I still think it's like he's just better than the rest of them. Like, he is just way better at golf than the rest of them. And I don't mean he hits a further than he does anything. Like you saw yesterday, why he's better than them. He's just mentally stronger than the whole lot of them. Mentally, way way stronger than the whole lot of them. Like he was, he just could go up the gears yesterday when needed. Like wasn't playing great, could go up the gears. That second, in, or the, the shot into 12, you know, boys dropping it into the water. Four of the six before him that had gone and put it in the water. Mm. Did you hear what Jack said in the, the reports today? Jack Nicholas, he said he came in after a fishing trip or something, turned it on and seen Molinari's shot on yeah. 12. And then he seen Tiger shot on 12 and he just turns, yeah, Tiger's won this tournament. Yeah. He just knew. Done. Look, you, yeah. you can see as well the look on his face yesterday. The look yeah, on his face was he knew he was going to win. Do you think though, like even with all, because like it wasn't like a, it wasn't like his some of his previous ones where he he like it was his first time ever coming from behind to win a major, and that's. But you know what the worrying thing was? Yeah. The look on his face knew he was going to win, and the look on their faces knew he was going to win. Exactly. Like the good old days are back. I I I agree with the people who were in the group playing with him. Like Molinari, I I, honestly I thought, and I think I texted our WhatsApp group um, after. Tiger bogeyed five and Molinari made a good par. I said it was game over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought Molinari was solid. I and was yeah. saying to Johnny on the way over though, you look at Molinari's big wins, he's come from behind. He's kind of come in under the radar. Bay Hill, the open. He's he played with Tiger in the final round of the open as well. Yeah, but the, the Tiger took the, the lead. Molinari wasn't there on. Like when you're sleeping on a lead, to solo lead going into the final round masters the heat is massive should look at greg norman back in the day like yeah that was like, when, st- when we first first started getting into golf and i just remember my, i think my, my man was nearly crying watching the, the, the meltdown he had like yeah it was the first masters i ever watched in yeah so like the, there is the that's the heat i mean like the amount of players yesterday who could have gotten 13 under like six seven eight they all had i thought johnson was going to do it i thought if Kepka you look at it, it if you look at it um, it was very hard to follow. Like, well, I was like, yeah, oh, it was hard to follow. It was like, oh, <laughs> who the fuck is going to win this? <laughs> you've got to look at it. Molinari was 13. Cantley had a putt for 13. Shoffley had two putts for 13. Johnson had a putt for 13 on the last. Kepka had two putts for 13. Yeah, I forgot about Johnson like, on the last. Loads of them. Ricky Fowler had chances. You know, yeah. Tony Finau could have even got the 13. The whole lot of them could have got 13. But that's where the game is played in the mind. And like, Woods didn't do. Coming in there, don't go in the water on 11, don't go in the water on 12, make a birdie on 13, make a birdie on 15, and then the icing on the cake, look up the scoreboard, bang, dagger into 16. Did you see Phelps behind Michael Phelps? Yeah. Behind the team? Yeah. Yeah. So, just going back to the Tiger thing now, that, like, the like the face on the last few holes was just unfortunate. Yeah, it was just like the oldest. Phone call killer. And that's why I was... You know who doesn't make that face? Rory. Anyway... 
to go on that. But that's why I was going. That's why I text that like tip to one of the lads is because like if since he's been back, like the tour champions last year, he was the start of that. He got the feeling back. Like he he, he kind of got into the final group the first time. I mean, he was up against Rory, like, and he could he kind of seen the intimidation factor he still had. So, um, I, I I really do think he's gonna have a big year after this. Pebble Beach, yeah. Yeah. Pebbles the one. We'll be sitting there in Marbella, sipping the beers. Yeah, that's something we can talk about maybe in a later podcast. Our trip to our beautifully organized trip to to Spain. Um, who's winning? Who's winning the next three majors? So uh, which one's next now? The PGA, PGA, PGA is yeah. next. Kepka. I think Kepka as well. Kepka, I think, is, is brilliant. Dustin, Dustin might have a go at that as well because I've played Backpage and it's a brutal course. Yeah, you've got a lot of experience in the next year major courses, actually. We've got them covered between the three of us, I suppose. Um, yeah, I, I don't think the Tiger, it'll just be a brute, I'd say. We're just playing, you know, 8,000 yards or some ridiculous yeah. number. And I think Kepka is, I think it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, absolutely he, brilliant. I think the Masters kind of comes down, like you see Woods obviously, short game, Woods knew how to play. Yeah. He can yeah. get up and down when he was in trouble. Yeah, he was in control there. I, I just think with uh, Bet Page is just going to be about hitting greens, hitting fairways, and just kind of, like a lot of the guys are just kind of not going to be able to handle the course. So it's going to be like Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, just yeah. hound the course down. So you think Kepka or Johnson? I, I, I'd go with them too, yeah. How about Pebble? Oh, I like Tiger and Phil. I like the two of them. Phil's not going to win the US Phil Open. Phil won earlier in the year in Pebble Beach. True. So Phil needs the US Open, doesn't he? Yeah. Pretty grand slam. He's the Tiger or not. But he, um, like, the thing about Pebble, like, it's, it's different from a lot of the, US, the, the other US Opens. Uh, just to, to say, I played it a while ago. Um, what did you shoot on Pebble Beach? Uh, there were a lot of numbers on the card. But it's not, like, the strange thing about it is, I don't think it's all that difficult. Right, it's not like I imagine it's not like Beth Page. It's just the the issue will be it's not going to be long. Like you can't put the tees back any further. It's just not enough room, so it's not going to be long. The issue is the greens are all small. That's the defense. The greens are all really really small, and obviously in the US Open you miss the green by an inch and you're into but you know a foot of rough. So yeah, yeah. It, the best thing about Tiger on that is his control of his iron distances is crucial. Right, and that's the type of player, good iron player, I think is going to win in Pebble Beach. Because it's uh, it's not going to be long, but it's going to be really you miss you you know blade one out to the right, seven holes of Pacific. You, you don't know? see any of the Europeans Did doing you... anything. Uh, I think I have money on Fleetwood for one of them to win the major this year. Yeah, he's Sean of a... Yeah, will he's a great player. Will he come through the gate? But there's been a lot of people. There's been a lot of golfers. My dad is a great one, a great one. He basically see a lad on TV going well, and he'll he'll definitely win a major. <laughs> he'll definitely win a major, right? But there's a ton of golfers in that. There's a ton of golfers. You listen to the commentators; they really hate it. But they talk about like you know Ram, Fleetwood, all these kind of guys. Oh, he's definitely a future. This he's definitely a future. That you look at all of the big players even now. We've got like even the, the leaderboard they're talking about. We've got. You know, Jason Day, who was a former world number one. Dustin Johnson, who should have a ton of majors yeah. at this stage. You look at the amount of good players who have one major. Yeah. One. Justin Rawls has one major, even though he wouldn't be as good. It's not as good as Dustin Johnson, but, mm. like, there's, a, there's a, a logic of, oh, there's a tier of golfers, you know, I don't know what you call them, the second tier. And Molinari is, you know, Molinari is probably in that. Fleetwood's probably in that. Ram is probably in that. Fowler. Fowler is in that. Those type of guys. Like, people would always say, well, Fowler would definitely win a major. Will he? 
Doesn't look like it. John, the last time he played... He finished in the top 10 in about another 100. Yeah. The last, the last time he played, he was in the Barclays and Bethpage. He was booed off the course. He was getting jeered by the New York fans because he was bottling so badly. But they're all a bit, they're a bit mad. I know, but still, like... The, I think the PJ would be a bit of crack, like. I'd love to go over to it. Yeah. It's some, it's some, it's some estate that, or golf course complex. There's about five or six courses there. Yeah. What about the Open, Port Rush? Me and you want to share a tent. Anyone down? <laughs> sharing a tent for a couple of nights. Um, I don't know. I'd say it'll be a European in Port Rush. Be well, well, the issue is nobody knows the course. McElroy. Nobody's seen Six, it. Shot a 60 there when he was 16. Yeah, it, 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 could be, it could well be his best chance <laughs> of doing it. <laughs> it could well be his best chance of doing it. Um, yeah, that that one could could be, but I've no idea. Like I don't think the, the issue would be nobody's played the course before, either. The vast majority. I don't know the course either, as well. That that's like that that can be comment on. Yeah. So, do you think him, someone like McElroy not playing Irish Open is going to hinder him, or I think no. it's the right decision? Did, Did you hear what 100%. Shane Larry said in an interview? I was listening. Uh, I can't. Remember, he was one of the radio phoning shows. So basically, he's playing Irish Open, Scottish Open, and the Open. And like three weeks of Lynx golf in a row is tough going. The Scottish Open course apparently isn't a Lynx course. Oh, isn't it? That's what that's what that's what McGinley's argument is okay. as to why he thinks McElroy should play the Irish Open is that that take a week off. So he got Eustazen to play, and apparently Eustazen, yeah. what Eustazen's doing is flying in, playing the Hinch, playing the Irish Open, and then taking a week off with his family, oh, driving up the West Coast, yeah. playing a few Lynx courses, yeah. and then. Relaxing them playing. It's. I think it's. I, I, I suppose I can understand what Larry's saying. That if you're playing links, like because obviously you're gonna. If you play Irish Open, okay. If you don't play Scottish Open like that, he's probably gonna go play a few links courses. But like, if the wind is blowing, like it's it's fucking hard work playing links three weeks. Like oh, that. big time, yeah. Like you, you really you mess could up get, your you could get Savage weather, like yeah. Irish Open last year in Bali. Right, so I think we will leave it there, lads. Uh, thanks for your thoughts this week. Um, Thank you for those who are listening. Uh, make sure to share us on uh, Facebook and Instagram. We'll uh, post this on SoundCloud as, as soon as possible. Um, next week, tune in for a bit about how we're preparing for our big lads trip to golf trip to Marbella. Um, and we're also going to have a section around talking about our most overrated and underrated golfers uh, in the professional circuit. So once again, thanks for listening.